Welcome to another week in the cabin of Crapper Creek. Glenner, that's me. I'm your lovely host. Uh, hold on for the next 30 or 40 minutes. We're going to have a good time as it snows outside and I stoke up the fire and drink really crappy coffee. This week on the show, we're going to talk about boring bands smelling like the yellow pages. Herpes on the Family Feud. Another episode of Fuck My Life. Lovely Maria joins us for an episode of Normal or Nope. We're going to look at new phobias and ask why assholes need love too. All this week on the podcast. Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. The podcast. Okay, as you know, we love bringing in my partner in crime, the lovely Maria, to help us out with uh, just different bits. Sometimes when we need uh, some female opinion, right, some insight, we go to the expert because she's a chick abroad. You know, she's got boobies and everything. So we bring her in, and she's always happy to help because it's always a good time to call her. No, it's not. I'm getting pissed. Oh, did you hear that? She's keep, getting keep pissed. Talking. All right. Now, look, it's time for normal or nope. Uh, Maria getting pissed? Normal. So, uh, now we move oh, on. forget you. No, I am kidding. You are wonderful, caring. I'm going to hang up. That's how far you're going to go with this one. Did I tell you how good you look this morning? Just get moving. You looked amazing. Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, it's time for normal or nope. Now, these are things that uh, people have gone in thinking, well, this must be normal. Everybody does this, and we all have our quirky little habits. So you just have to tell me if you think these are normal or nope from our mm-hmm. listeners. The first one writes and says, uh, when opening a bag, a, small, a, a bag of chips, like a small bag, I eat all of the broken chips first, then I eat the whole chips. <laughs> <laughs> that's all too much work no no not normal no and i i throw away the broken ones i move on really oh see i save them for last and shove them all into my mouth into a big yeah. crunchy thing uh, of goodness of course you do Shocker. Uh, what okay what about um oh when you go to sleep do you have to have a tv going so you can sleep you know, some people like Mason, that's Yeah, our normal. son has so that. I'll, I'll give that a normal, not me. But no, yeah. you and I you don't even, me. we never even have the TV no. on in the bedroom, anything no. on. we got better things to do. <laughs> the bedroom is for two things, and one of them is Enough. sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> oh, would you think I was going to go in? Just keep going. I wasn't going to deep dive into that one, honey. Uh, yeah, All right, here's the sure. next one. I drink the juice off of a uh, off of cloths and pickles before I even eat the pickles, and it makes everyone in the house so mad. That's up to you because I don't even like pickles. So well, I know, you. but so is it normal to drink all the juice before eating the pickles? Drink the juice in the jar. Yes. Oh, that's just. Oh my God, why? So that's a normal or no? No. Okay, that's all. Imagine. That's all I'm asking. Pearl. All right, I get a handful of M&Ms, I count the number of each color, then I eat them in numbered order, adding the next color until I get to the least amount. Oh my God, that's a whole new form of OCD. (laughs) Definitely not normal, although I do like to eat them color-coded, so I'll start with the greens. Oh really, you do? Oranges, yeah. If I have them all in my hand, I tend to color-code them, yeah. Wow, that's all right, that's a little weird. So you're kind of normal about that? I'm total Mm -hmm. nope, big fat nope. After I get my car washed, whenever I'm driving in a plaza or a strip mall, I like to go drive slowly and watch the reflection of my shiny, clean car going by the windows. Yep. That's normal. <laughs> is it? Okay. I don't know if I'm yeah, I wanted to go get a wash the other day, except weather is not really helpful. Okay. I'll have to edit that. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know what this one even means. It's too, I can't even wrap my brain around it. I run sweaters through my teeth before buying them. What? Through my teeth? 
What do you mean you run it through your teeth? You have big gaps like Dave Letterman or Madonna? What is it, floss? Yeah, I don't know. It's okay. No. No. All right. No. I eat potatoes raw, but with salt. Ugh. No. I do know people that like raw potatoes. I'm not one of them, but I, I, I wouldn't say that's not necessarily not normal. I know a lot of people that eat it like an apple. All right. Okay. So, all right. Now, I got one last one for okay. you here. When I make a PBJ, the peanut butter and the jelly has to go all the way to the bread edges and not just slapped on there randomly. Absolutely. Absolutely and if you're making a mayonnaise, normal. hey, if you're going to spread mayonnaise and mustard, you get it's got to go all the no, way to the edge. It doesn't matter what the condiment is. It's nope. got to go to the edge. That's right. Gotta all go the way to, to the, the edge. That's it. But See? it can it can't jump it you can't have a bunch of wallops on it though. What, no, it's got to be a nice smooth yeah. smooth finish. Steady, yeah, baby. Yeah. Look at us. Look at us. All <laughs> right, so we finish with one we agree on. That's all I was looking for. So that's what we'll have tonight. PBJs. <laughs> no, we and, and won't. M&M's with cloths yeah, and pickles. Yeah, that's what you'll have tonight. I'll be having steak. <laughs> uh, uh, bye, baby. Bye. <laughs> People on social media talking about their favorite bands, but then they talked about ones that aren't bad. They're just boring. You know, they got good music, but they're just kind of eh. And a bunch of people came up with some... Great, well, on that list was Three Doors Down. And and the def, everybody gave a description of each. And Three Doors Down, the description was, ah, they sound like what plain oatmeal probably tastes like. <laughs> That's a great description. The band The National was on the list, too, at number... They were at 14. National was on 15. Every song I've heard, the singer sounds like he just woke up and has no plans to get out of bed. See, I would say that about Billie Eilish music. It's kind of good, but God, it's boring. She's just boring. Also making the list surprisingly were the Eagles. There's a couple on here I didn't agree with. I love the Eagles, but the, the description there was the Bud Light of Rock. Getting hard to deny that one. U2 made the list, and I agree with this too. I'm a huge U2 fan. But the quote there was, you know, their 80s, early 90s output absolutely rules. It's just the newer stuff that is, that's a bit boring. Yeah, I'd say Octung Baby was about it for me. Bon Jovi even made the list. They have the emotions and spirit, but there's no depth. Wow. Oh, here's one I grip. Maria loves them, but I don't. Mumford and Sons. Somebody called them Imagine Wagons. Because <laughs> number nine is Imagine Dragons. The kind of band major corporations hire for team bonding events. Edgy enough to be cool, but safe enough not to upset anybody. <laughs> oh, boy, this one could get me in trouble uh, online. The Swifties are going to be all over me on this one. Because Taylor Swift came in. She's very impressive professionally. She's beautiful, good to look at, very talented. But her stuff is just so dull. And I could not agree more. Sorry, Swifties. You found a new villain. It's Glenner. Uh, number seven was Coldplay, the musical equivalent of watching grass grow. Foo Fighters came in. Much like you too. somebody said, I love Dave Grohl, but the new stuff all sounds the same. Okay. Kind of get it. Uh, Drake is in at five. He's pretty bland. Kiss. Yes. Their live presence was silly. I just don't get it. Somebody said Maroon 5 at number three. They've been chasing every single trend since 2017. Whatever the trend is, that's that's what uh, for single, that's what they've been doing. Uh, Ed Sheeran was number two. He's just so boring. His favorite color is clear. 
<laughs> and number one on the list that you, some of you may not agree with, because we play them here, and that's Five Finger Death Punch. Somebody called him the Nickelback of Metal. Ouch. We always get these that pop up with questions, poll questions. Say, Here's another one. 25,000 people took a poll on divisive questions. For example, does a straw have one hole or two? 61% said one. 57% didn't think socks with sandals is a good look. All right. I'm sure that other 43% are, are dads. These questions are always fun, but there's really no wrong answer. Or is there? I don't know. Does a straw have one or two holes? 39% said two. One on each end. There's, uh, there is an actual answer according to science. One hole. It is one hole that goes all the way through. If there's something that stopped it in the middle, there'd be two holes. There's one hole that goes all the way through. Number two. Oh, here we go. This one comes up this time of the year. At my house as well is Die Hard, a Christmas movie. Takes place on Christmas Eve, but 55% say no. Is a hot dog a sandwich? It's made between bread, but 81% say no. What is the best day of the week? Saturday got 46% of the vote. Friday was a close second. Monday was voted the worst day of the week. Oh, it's obvious, I guess. Does pineapple belong on pizza? That was an even split 50-50. And that's a that's a that's a battle that rages even in the Middle East, I'll bet. Of course they don't agree on anything, so that's probably not the best. But I, I like it. My wife doesn't, so there we go. Uh, which brownie is better, edge piece or middle piece? Another close one. Edge barely beat out with 51%. What? With that crispiness, but you still get the tenderness on the inside? You know, better than the edge piece is the corner piece. Hello, the only thing better. Could Jack have fit on that door at the end of Titanic? 79% say probably could have. There's an actual answer according to science. Yes, they could have both fit, especially if they'd MacGyvered Rose's life jacket. They would have MacGyvered it. It would have worked. I like that one. PlayStation or Xbox? PlayStation got 60%. Is cereal soup? Now, only 6% said yes, but I agreed with this. And if you remember a year ago, I had that very debate with our governor. He said no, I said yes. And finally, is it okay to wear socks with sandals? 57% still think it's a good look. Those guys are dads. As I said, they're all dads. Socks with sandals? They're either dads or they work in a lesbian bookstore. Once again, time to feel better about ourselves at the expense of others. And we thank you for sending in these horrible situations you got yourself into but you know what? It does help the rest of us out. So let's get on with an episode and a little segment we like to call Fuck My Life. <laughs> Today, as I was planning my impending wedding with my fiance, my sister jokingly told him it's not too late to call it off. Well, he took her seriously and bailed. I haven't seen or heard from him and he won't answer my calls. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, I bought some crickets as a treat from a lizard. 
but one escaped somehow got into the heating system in my room the chirping is now amplified and comes from everywhere in the house and nowhere all at the same time goodbye restful sleep fuck my life <laughs> today my friend thought it'd be a great idea to drag me to a new fitness trend goat yoga Mid-session, the goat started nibbling on my hair, pooping on my back, and I ended up having to do downward dog while trying to dodge an uncomfortably friendly farm animal. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, I finally found out that someone had stolen my debit card and maxed it out. The good news, whoever it was forgot to change the address on the card, so everything they bought online has been shipped to me. The bad news? I've now received 16 weighted blankets so far, and I'm still counting. Fuck my life. <laughs> Today, the token of appreciation from my husband after paying off his student loan debt for him, being his support system when his mother died, and cooking and cleaning for his ass every day, is him getting my sister pregnant. Fuck my life. Today, I finally started my job as an in-home caregiver. The man I was hired to care for died two hours after I made it to his house. Fuck my life. Today, during my sister's baby shower, my three-year-old daughter choked on a piece of food. My sister got upset. Not because he almost died, but because this apparently attracted a lot of attention from the other guests and called my daughter an attention whore for choosing today of all days to make a damn scene. Fuck my life. <laughs> Finally, today I realized I can tell which one of my six roommates has taken a dump simply based on the smell from the bathroom. Fuck my life. <laughs> there you go. Now go on with your own life that now does not seem so bad, does it? From the farthest north rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Back in the cabin of Crapper Creek, good to have you with us as we pod along <laughs> today. Now, uh, we always have some fun guests, and we have uh, Alaskans that have gone off and escaped and <laughs> and done something great elsewhere, and it's always good to have them on. I've got one of them on who's actually been on with us before, and that's my dear friend Lucy Nolan. Uh, many of you may remember from, uh, she started out, we started doing college radio together, and then we worked yes, at K-Wolf. Yes, and then you went on to TV, and from there you went to Anchorage and Fresno and Detroit and New York and Houston and LA and Philadelphia and uh, oh, now you, you got it all. Yeah, I got them all. I got every stop. Did you see that? And of course, <laughs> now uh, she does uh, some producing. She's also into publishing now. And I get in the mail uh, a few months ago these books. <laughs> I get a couple of them in. But not regular books, Leonard, not just regular books. These are not regular books, and uh, that's why I want to bring in uh, not only uh, Lucy, but also the author of said books. That would be Susan Russell is with us. Hi, Susan. How are you? Hey, Leonard. Gosh, it's such a privilege and honor to be on live from Crackford Creek. Thank you so much. Yeah, is it? Um, you know, it is. <laughs> it is. And, and, and Susan, I, Susan, I think you agree with me. That this is a thematic uh, podcast because our book titles are perfect for live from Crapper Creek. That is You're exactly right. Perfect segue, Nolan. Perfect segue. <laughs> See, that's the newsy <laughs> inner. That's the newsy inner. The books. Uh, 
<laughs> for the uh, I'm going to just start because it's a series. The first one, um, it, they're so good <laughs> and they're so twisted and weird. I and, mean, literary <laughs> center, literary classic. Praise for assholes need love too. <laughs> assholes need love too. And, and but isn't that a truth in the world? I mean, there are there are truths of capital T, and this is yeah. one of them. It's that, that, right that up is- there. Yeah, but there's a few I can think of that don't need the love, but for the most part, you nailed it. <laughs> now, these books. Now, I, I should start out. Um, obviously, total tongue in cheek. They're hilarious. They're fun, and I love the tagline. Perfectly, they fit perfectly in any in any uh, bathroom. That's right. Or bedroom, <laughs> or can, now I can say outhouse because that's what we have here at Crapper Creek. Courtesy of, oh, excuse me, my plug time. Courtesy of Horizon Services. Need portable bathrooms? <laughs> Call Horizon Services, the portable bathroom experts. Okay, now we can go on. I got rid of the old outhouse and I have a sponsor for my. I wish I was kidding. I wish I was kidding there, but I'm not. Can you see, can you see the horizon from your outhouse where you're sitting on your throne? Can no. You see it? Absolutely not. We're in a horrible little valley in a swamp. I see nothing. Um, oh. <laughs> I see blue tarps, cabins. Uh, yeah, it's nothing. And a couple of well-placed books. And a couple of very well-placed books. Let's go back to Assholes uh, Need Love Too. Now, it's I would say it's like a children's book, but not. Um, <laughs> the, the, adult parody. Now, adult, uh, parody. adult parody. Yeah, it's a it's an adult parody of a children's book, and it's absolutely wonderful. And uh, I think uh, uh, you had one uh, from the New York Times bestselling author who said it perfect. He said it's much like "Go the fuck to sleep." If you remember that book for children, "Go the fuck yeah. to sleep," and any parent can totally relate to just "Go the fuck to sleep." <laughs> and and these books follow that same line uh, as an adult. Yes. You don't have to be a parent, obviously, but as an adult, because it seems like more and more we're surrounded by assholes. And I think being able to, uh, you know, take them for what they're worth. Uh, Lucy, you and I used to live with one, uh, two of them. Come on. Uh, Buck Mailer and, uh, and Tom Anderson. And Tom Anderson. <laughs> Couple of the biggest assholes I know, but I love them because of their assholiness. And, and if, Buck Mailer actually ended up loving and making my Vietnamese food. Yes. So I thought that was crazy. Yeah. Yes. I know. I know they were. And, yeah. and, and because of that, uh, that's where these books fall into place. Because assholes do need love, too. And we've given love to assholes our whole life. And that's because we're good people. Um, these right. are beautifully. And, and for it, the love of assholes. Oh. The love of assholes is the second in the series. And I have to say, oh. Leonard, they are, they're all true stories. That, and, and, and Susan's going to tell you about this, but they're all true stories. And Susan took these absolutely true stories, of which we have proof on our website. Um, and, and Susan, in her incredibly fertile mind, again, thematic assholes, Crapper Creek, Susan's fertile mind, um, I, she created these incredibly hysterical laugh-until-you-cry books. And right. I, I love these. Right. And now uh, they involve a bunch of animals uh, that, are, of course, uh, you know, because everybody loves animals. And that brings in the child aspect of the book in a warped, twisted, horrible way, but also very funny and beautifully illustrated by Maggie McMahon. Is that right? Is that how she? Yep. 
just beautifully yep. illustrated. They're wonderful drawings, and the characters she's created are every bit as funny as the book itself. Yep. Now, <laughs> Susan, tell us, you, uh, when you first came up with the idea for this series of books about assholes and how much they need our love, uh, what was the original inspiration for this? Well, you know, in, in all seriousness, Glenner, um, you know, uh, the way we see it is whether whether you've ever known an asshole, whether, you know, maybe you are an asshole or maybe you don't know you're an asshole, it, there needs to be a, a book with a little something for everyone. We feel this is the book. And I got to tell you, uh, Erica Brown, who actually owns these wonderful animals and, right. you know, verbally communicates these stories to everyone because they are true. Right. You know, and, we, and she's a... Up. We couldn't make it up. No, and um, she, much like Nolan, and I'm sure yourself, huge uh, animal lover, and she runs an animal rescue, correct? A dog rescue? Yep. Yes. Yep. All right, continue. She's the best. She takes in some of, some. She, you know, especially these animals. These are some of the hardest. This pig actually showed up at Erica's door in the middle of the night. I mean, like I said, we couldn't make it up. This actually happened. barbecue. Oh. You know, uh, the fact that the animals talk, I'm sure that happens, too. So we may we may have we may have made that up a little bit. Uh, no, no, uh, like, no. We, it's fine. Done, the nose. <laughs> They're all about talking animals up here. Weed is legal here in Alaska, Susan. It's just fine. Now, the first book, of course, involves a pig, a rooster and a dog. But the second uh, the second book expands on that, of course. Uh, there's it, it's, it does. Yeah, it does. And let me tell you, there's a there's a Scottish snake, and and that is not by no means ca- casting any aspersions on any 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 uh, particular descent. But this beautiful snake uh, has a real love of eggs, so we might have embellished a little bit on that one, but not much. Right. Let me tell you, snake used to come and literally, without paying a cent, steal eggs. So I'm, I, you know, like I said. Some embellishment, not much, though, not much. No, I mean, but come on, let's be honest. What an asshole. So, what an asshole. <laughs> they gave without paying for him. I mean, come on. Now, before so, the interview, I was telling both of you that, uh, now, Lucy had sent me the books, and I remember unwrapping it at the house, and my wife Maria's there, and she looks at me, and she goes, so what is it Lucy's trying to say? <laughs> said, well, there's a reason she moved as far away from us as possible, honey. Um, no, no, of course no. not. Of course not. They're wonderful books, but I did tell you that I brought them into the uh, into the uh, radio station there, and we have a a big uh, cl- we have eight stations, so we have a big group of local zanies, and everybody loved these books. But then it became kind of a um, uh, synonymous uh, move by everybody. To everybody agreed that we. If somebody was being an asshole, you knew you'd find one of those books sitting on your desk. And whenever somebody did it, made an asshole move, they would just take the book and put it on their desk, just like a subtle reminder. And it was hilarious because everybody absolutely loved them. Once again, talking with author Susan Russell, we've got Lucy Noland on the line with us as well, helping publish this thing. The books are uh, Assholes Need Love Too, uh, of course, uh, and then the follow-up, is uh, for the love of assholes. you got to see these books. And now let's talk before we go where folks can get these books. Oh, absolutely. So they can, you can go to barnesandnoble.com um, and order it online or go into your Barnes & Noble store and request, for, request it. You can go into your any independent bookseller and ask for the books and they can order them for you. If you want to get it yourself online, you can do barnesandnoble.com or bookshop 
org. There so we go. Any of those will get you the books. And again, just just as a summation, I think one of the best quotes about the books that comes from um, a Morning Drive disc jockey uh, like you, my dear. Um, where basically he says, what if Charlotte's Web and Fight Club had a baby? Yes, Charlotte's Club <laughs> and, and Fight Club had a baby. I saw that quote. I didn't want to steal yeah. it because it was somebody yeah. else's and it's brilliant. What it's a great Charlotte's call. Charlotte's Web and Fight Club had a baby? Well, it might sound something like assholes need love too. <laughs> there we go. Uh, Wonderful. Yeah, so Ladies, thank you so much. This has been so fun. I love the books. Now, uh, before we go, I have to ask a question. Is there a third book in the series in the making? Well, yeah. there is definitely. Definitely one, uh, one in the mind for the making, and so it, it's uh, hopefully going to come down the pike in a year or so. Um, but we, we do have the concept for the third, again, totally based in truth, because uh, that is what we write. <laughs> a, always, you know, every and any humor is based, any good humor is based on truth. <laughs> At the, at the very essence of any good joke, any bit, any humorous observation, it's always humor as the underlying factor in all of it. And thank you so much, Susan. Lucy, always good thank to you. chat with yes, you, sir. babe. Uh, you guys are awesome. The books, again, um, boy, uh, it's perfect for the asshole in your life. It really is. Uh, for the love of assholes. Or your own inner asshole. I yeah. Am one. Uh, you know one. what? As I get older, I feel more white and I feel more, get the hell off my lawn. I'm all about it. Thank you so much for joining us today. Susan, Lucy, have a great afternoon. Lucy, drive careful out there with your bad foot. Would you please? <laughs> Found a funny list here of things that were actually donated to Goodwill. This is an actual list of items. We kind of had fun with these before, but a guillotine. Yeah. An employee says it sold for 30 bucks. Bags of groceries. Probably by accident. Uh, Literal bags of garbage. Not by accident. A A basket of taxidermy kittens. Oh my God. Who has that? Glass jar labeled Fort. June 1975, which I believe was my buddy Dave's. A rock. It's just a normal rock. Goodwill put an $11 price tag on it. It's sold. A Louis Vuitton purse with human teeth inside. <laughs> All right. Don't ask any questions. A tiny toy car that said pizza with bean. Have you tried it? Nope. An entire cardboard box of original newspapers from historical events like Kennedy's assassination, Nixon's resignation, Man on the Moon. That's pretty cool. A glow-in-the-dark Ouija board. Also awesome. A chair shaped like a Labrador retriever. These are all items that were actually donated to Goodwill. A dog sculpture made out of random metals, including golf clubs and a bathroom faucet. I bet you it looks really cool. Oh, here's one. A coffin. Slightly used. What are we looking at here? Never used before? Was it a vampire's? What? A fertility idol. A little voodoo doll that helps your soldiers swim. I don't know. Underwear for squirrels. I had no idea that was a thing. How do you know they're for squirrels? How do you know it's not for a doll or something? To, you know, really? Underwear for squirrels. And uh, finally, a painting of Rosie the Robot made from the Jetsons showing uh, her posing provocatively. So that's how Rosie would want it. It's funny. Have you noticed that, like, uh, guys, you're married and you're, you're the wives will. They get, does your wife go through and just donate things for you and you get really freaked out? 
Now, Maria would, but she would keep it aside and let me know. There's certain things. I think there's certain shirts she hates that she's just secretly gotten rid of. But there's things that every wife wishes their husband would donate to Goodwill. And let me help them out. So, fellas, listen up. Scarface t-shirts, all right? Nobody sees you wearing it the Whole Foods and thinks, wow, what a badass. Bowling trophies. All right, it's not a sport. You're not an athlete. Get rid of the bowling trophies. Fraternity paddles. Yeah, remind us again why you were spanking other guys in college. What? Uh... Baseball cards. Hey, it's taking up space in the closet. Could you be used for more important stuff like a 37th pair of flats? Star Wars figures. Oh, let's be honest. If you're still holding on to these guys, uh, the force definitely not with you. It's, it's, it's not. High school letterman jackets. Yeah, you know what? Let that thing comfort homeless people instead of your ego, would you? Got it for badminton. Stop it. Keyboards. Guys, y'all got that set of key- I know. You know what? Nobody under 50 is impressed that you know the opening to jump from Van Halen. Nobody cares. Old license plates. That's another favorite of men. Yeah. Ooh, you drove a vehicle registered in the state of, state of Oklahoma in 97. Awesome. Finally, shoulder tattoos of previous girl's girlfriend's name. Technically, Goodwill doesn't accept flesh. But I think your wife would say, hey, let's hack it off and see what happens anyway. What do you say? Uh, you know, when people say the 70s and 80s were a different time, uh, this is probably the kind of thing they were talking about. Family Feud. It's Of course, it's on now. Steve Harvey's the host. He's very good at it. And the questions are much more risque, just so that Steve can have that funny look on his face, right? But I tell you what, 70s and 80s were a bit different. It was a different beast. Did you know that contestants on Family Feud in the 70s and 80s used to be tested for herpes before going on the show? <laughs> what? If you remember, the host at the time was Richard Dawson. Before that, uh, from 76 to 85. So for nine years. Uh, when the show first started. Now, if you remember Richard Dawson, he was originally on Hogan's Heroes. And he'd done some other stuff. But this was really his thing that made him something. But if you remember every episode, it got really weird. I mean, to the point of creepy. If you ever look back at the old episodes... If you're old enough to remember that you couldn't do this nowadays, but he would greet every female contestant with a big wet kiss directly on the lips. The show host. So there you are with your wife getting ready to go on the old family feud. Gonna be on the feud. Remember, this is the theme song. It was like a hoedown. Let's play the feud! Welcome the Johnson family! Hi, Mrs. Johnson. With your host, Richard Dawson! And then he'd walk up to your wife. Yeah, come on over here, baby. creepy man it was creepy then i watched it in the 70s and went ooh can you imagine seeing that now and because of that both male and female contestants were ordered to quote undergo a mouth test for the herpes 
<laughs> now, you know, here's the thing. As a contestant, I go, yeah, um, I'm only kissing one. Richard kisses all of them. Can we get a test from him, please? Uh, the policy began because people actually complained about all the promiscuous kissing on the show and the many diseases that could result. But w- what about him? He's the one kissing them. Well, luckily, they were only searching for mouth herpes. Because if it was regular herpes, I think there would be more than kissing involved, right? From the farthest North Rock station in the world, it's the Crapper Creek Podcast. Cooking, you know, this is a big season for cooking, right? The holidays, always a big season for cooking. I started going through, we started cleaning out our kitchen after the weekend and finding all these weird... Just weird little strainers and things we never use, you know, that we got some weird gadget that we bought online drunk one night. It was stupid. Now, utensils may vary, but there are certain things you'll find in any kitchen, right? And they came up with a uh, a whole list of the uh, things that you will indeed find. For instance, older adults have more utensils than younger adults, but not chopsticks. It said, no, younger, my daughter has like 30 different pairs of chopsticks. But of course, you know, she's all into it. She lives in Japan, so she's all in. My buddy Jerry, when he eats uh, Asian or like uh, Chinese food or something, Japanese, he'll use chopsticks. But he won't use it for anything else. I always give him a hard time about that. It's like, why are you doing that? If they're so wonderful, if chopsticks are so great, why aren't you eating all of your food with chopsticks. Why is it only the Asian food gets eaten with chopsticks? I ask him that all the time. I don't know. He doesn't. But there's certain things every kitchen has, right? Let me guess. Right now, in your kitchen, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say you have a drawer full of stolen ketchup packets. Probably some soy sauce in there. Some mustard. I bet you there's a pair of rusty scissors you're only supposed to use for coupons, but admit it, you use them to open salad. Do you have one of those dumb signs that says, eat in cursive or a floor mat with wine bottles and grapes on it? I bet you have a bottle of soy sauce in the fridge from like 1993. Coffee maker with the uh, you don't want to know what growing inside. I bet you got an air fryer you won't shut up about on social at social gatherings, right? Oh, that's so much better. My air fryer. Giant pot you use for spaghetti sauce and vomit. Shut up. You know you have it. Oh, I can clean this out fine. Something to beat your meat. Talking about a mallet. Grow up, people. Just grow up. A mallet, okay? Oh, I know what you have in your kitchen right now. A napkin dispenser that's always empty when you actually need a napkin. I bet you inside of your microwave looks more like the OJ crime scene, right? I bet you the, the, the clock on your stove and the clock on your coffee pot uh, are blinking 12 noon right now. I'm right, aren't I? You know I'm right. So uh, last week we were talking about phobias, different phobias, had a contest about them. Everybody has, I think, a phobia to an extent. Whether it's arachnophobia or fear of clowns, fear of heights. Everybody has one a little bit. Now, my wife, believe it or not, she was a climber. She has zero fear of heights. Me? Eh. I've become somewhat claustrophobic. 
I think over the years, that's a big one. I don't like snakes. I'm not a big fan of snakes or spiders. I mean, I can deal with them, but it's, you know, I, I don't know if I have any crippling phobias. But there's, I, I, they come up with new ones all the time. I think the newest one, what is it? Kelsey phobia. That's the fear your teammates on the Chiefs will mock your friendship bracelet. The fear of going number two in a public restroom. I don't know if there's a name for it, but we could, I think we call it crapophobia because I think everybody has that to an extent, right? Here's one. What's, what's more um, uncomfortable? Going into a public bathroom toilet seat and you sit down and it's really cold or you sit down and it's really, really warm like somebody just got up. I think in our head, we like to try to convince ourselves in the public bathroom when you're sitting down that nobody has ever sat there. That's not true, though. There's always snickerphobia, right? The fear of being trapped in a parking lot, some kids selling candy bars. Bonophobia? That's the fear your neighbor will keep that giant tacky Halloween skeleton up in his front yard like all year. <laughs> Postophobia. Uh, that would be a good one. Uh, that would be like, I don't know, the fear of something you posted way back when you were young, drunk, and stupid, and it comes back to haunt you. I bet you a lot of folks have that. How about Karenophobia? That's the fear that an angry white woman is going to demand to speak to your manager. Piarophobia. That's the fear of being stuck behind a Subaru when you're late for work. Or let's call this one, how about phobia? Uh, That's the fear that the fate of our entire nation is in the hands of two crazy old men. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, that was a great time. I hope you enjoyed your alcohol while you listened to the show. That was fun. Remember to tell your friends, share it, would you? And uh, just spread the love. Go to, uh, all you got to do is Google search Live from Crapper Creek, Alaska. You'll find our YouTube channel. You'll find uh, our Twitter page. And of course, uh, you can find uh, all kinds of stuff at the Crapper Creek General Store. Just Google search that and you'll get some great gift ideas as well. Uh, Next week on the show, uh, Carmine Apiece joins us. Legendary rocker plus normal or nope once again with lovely Maria. We're going to have fun with the stupid new air quality sign they put up outside the city of Fairbanks. An episode of There, I Said It, plus fun with Tinder Select, worst movie decisions, and more unfun facts. We'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Live from Crapper Creek, the podcast with Glenner, produced by Mike Cook. For the full morning show, log on to the live stream at xrock959.com. This has been a Glenn Entertainment production.